वेलकम टू कीटो यू पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट मुश्ताक मोहम्मद प्राइमल हेल्थ कोच वेलकम टू द फर्स्ट फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ कीटो यू पॉडकास्ट ऑन दिस पॉडकास्ट एपिसोड आई एम हैविंग अ स्पेशल गेस्ट शी इज अ फेलो प्राइमल हेल्थ कोच एंड ऑल्सो a key person in the keto ue community the creator of hashtag ue keto community she is bronwyn the business development director of ingfit so let's listen to bronwyn's story the reason i chose you to be the first guest in the episode because we both are from the same uh, institute yeah so you're from south africa so i know about it and how long have you been in the ue I've been in the UAE for 12 years now. Similarly. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot in common. Yeah. So, right through what you've been in it. Yes. Tell me how you started keto and why you started keto. I had actually been doing Tim Ferriss' 4-hour body diet, the okay. slow-carb diet, for a while. I mean, I've been on and off diets my whole life, losing the weight, gaining the weight, um, all of that. And um, I had... lost a bit of weight with Tim Ferriss's diet but I wasn't happy about the way that I felt about they have these once a week sugar um cheat days he calls them and it didn't feel that healthy and I found myself like it would get harder and harder like reintroduce every Saturday or whatever your day is and um, and so um because I come from Professor Tim Noakes who is very big on the keto scene in South Africa we call it banting there are a few small differences but technically it's the same diet and so because of Tim Noakes's court case it, the diet became very very famous in South Africa and i actually heard about it from my mom and my sister who were willing to do it and i thought geez if i don't give up the sugar it's going to take over my life again and I decided to give it a shot and like most things that work really well in my life I became completely obsessed with it managed to lose a lot of the weight and also this time it wasn't such a struggle and that's how I got involved so that means uh, you were able to lose it around how many kilos was you able to lose weight I lost between uh, it's a little bit confusing for me now but it because there's been a lot of up and down in between but yeah. that initial weight loss to my lowest weight um straight through was about between 11 and 12 kilograms but of course this depends on how much weight you have to lose and um, i mean when i started i was only 3 kgs overweight according to bmi okay. so i wasn't morbidly overweight almost you are in the maintenance weight level yes uh, typical day of a keto day how is your how do you start your day and what do you have during the day well this has changed for me um average average yeah. at the moment what i'm doing is two meals a day so i wake up and have a good cup of organic coffee i always make sure it's organic because of the mold toxicity in a lot of coffee and get my day started with um some kind of activity that so that could look like a variety of things maybe meditation or sitting in front of my red light and then when it comes to lunch time i like to make sure i get a good protein in at the moment that 
I'm, get, I'm trying to eat as much liver as possible. And the best way for me to do that is to make um, chicken liver pate. Yeah, I'm not the best cook, to be honest. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm doing a lot of chicken liver pate with um, rice baked crackers, which are crackers made out of seeds and um, psyllium husk. And then in the evenings, I like to do something in the air fryer or a steak, like a piece of meat or chicken with okay. some veg or salad, maybe sardines, yeah, meat, chicken or fish with salad and veg. And also springback butchery is keeping me, keeping me sorted for those nights when I really don't feel like cooking. And um, they've got an amazing keto range. So I buy one pack from them a month and okay. just keep it in the freezer. So I can pull out an easy, safe keto meal because I, also I'm very paranoid about vegetable oil and I don't, it's hard for me to eat out because the more I learn about it, the more paranoid I get. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that I know the guys at Springbuck and I can trust that yeah. there's no vegetable oil in the food. Okay, you told, told about the organic coffee. From where do you get in organic coffee? Um, I'm buying mine from Kibson's. So it's the coffee planet i think they've got one ground coffee one ground organic coffee so i just throw a couple of bags of that in with my groceries i also find that kibson's has the cheapest organic fruit and vegetable i don't buy everything organic but i try to keep the dirty dozen organic yeah so anyway you touched on uh, that uh, you don't eat all right so if you're eating out what is your choice well, I try to go for a, I'll usually aim for a salad with some good protein in, um, and then I'll ask them to put the dressing on the side so I don't get the oil. Um, or if I am going to go for a meat choice, I will always ask that the meat be cooked. Like I'll go for one of the grills. If I'm in a Lebanese restaurant, then I know that they're grilling it over the fire and they don't yeah. actually use any oil. Um, and, Otherwise, I'll ask them to try and cook my food in butter because, yeah. And then it's like the meat and veg I'll go for. It's actually quite easy to eat out keto. Yeah. As long as you just have to say leave off the... Starch, vegetable, and the carbohydrate. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it seems so difficult when you start, right, Mushtaq? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what am I going to eat? And then yeah. you just go to, like, the most simple option, actually. So just we can go through the menu and see if you choose the... Uh, the dish which has more protein and after exactly. that ask them to replace the mashed potato or the fries or the rice with some uh, salad or some vegetable. Yeah, extra veggies, yes. So if you are going out on weekends also, you try to stick to keto or? I do try to stick to keto. Um, I've had ups and downs with my own food journey lately, um, dealing with some emotional stuff and anxiety, Mm -hmm. but even when I do find myself slipping up in terms of the amount of food I'm eating, I try to stay keto because I can notice having been keto for so long now, there's just like, it doesn't feel good in my body. You feel like having some little more extra carbs. Yeah, if I have extra carbs, I want them to be coming from like a natural source. I will every now and again forget how bad sugar feels and then go and have like a donut or something like that. And then my body very quickly reminds me (laughs) of why we do this. Yeah. So do you fast 
intermittent fasting or things like that intermittent fasting yes i do i, I guess i do daily for about 12 hours mm-hmm. but it's been a journey for me because obviously i, I really do like extreme so as soon as i heard about omad i thought that was the best thing ever so i did omad for about a year and a half um but while running quite a like fast paced um busy yeah. work life and it actually had a really negative effect on my female hormones and also my stress levels which in turn increased my fasting blood glucose i haven't drawn like i'm not entirely sure that these two things are perfectly connected i have a naturally i have a high stress response a high glucose response to stress yeah so But normally i think a lot of people have the same issue stress glucose disorder yeah but for some people um the fasting isn't such a stress on their body so my body doesn't doesn't react well to longer fasts. Mm-hmm. I mean the longest fast I've ever done is at 3 3 and a half days and I actually gained 2 kilos. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. So <laughs> I think everybody's got to find it for themselves, right? Most like I think yes. your body responds really well. Yeah. Even still long fast I don't think you should go above 5 days. 3 days yeah. is the best because if you go above 5 days that means you need more time to recover so less yes. fasting will be doing you for a year but if you're doing 3 days or a 5 day fast uh, very frequently can do it because yeah. the longest fast i did was 12 days i was planning to go more than that but on the 12th day i was feeling very weak and uh, things like that so i had to break the fast and it took me some time to recover so I've been listening to a lot of people who have been doing long fasts. So what they recommend is three days, five days. Don't go more about that time because you need to recover after a long fast. Yeah. So And we've got busy lives, right? Yeah. And we need to stay on top of our game. Right. One day meal has been working well for me. So I'm, I'm doing it continuously for okay. years, years and years because it, it's uh, convenient for me. Well, according to Ben Greenfield, um, men's bodies respond a lot better to OMAD than than women's. Women's can respond well, but it's more likely for a woman to have a hormonal reaction. So what yeah. type of exercise routine are you doing? That is also very varied, but um, the things at the, I've been on holiday for, I'm so lucky, <laughs> I've been on holiday for five weeks now, and I've been completely obsessed with yoga. So I'm doing Hatha yoga with an amazing teacher here in Elaine. So it's a lot of like strong strong poses and um ladder flows through all sorts of positions and I've really been enjoying that. But I do try to vary my exercise routine usually. So um I I try to get into the weight room at least two times a week. Okay. Sometimes I only make it once, sometimes I make it three times, but I do incorporate um a weight training program into my exercise and then I also try to do one kind of sprint workout a week. And when I say sprints, I mean sprints for me are anything that would get my heart rate mm-hmm. into the peak zone, which okay. probably looks very different than a top performing athlete. Mm-hmm. So I try to get one sprint interval training session in a week and one long Slow cardio. So slow yeah. cardio means walking or 
Yeah, something that keeps my heart rate. I've, you know, I've taken Mark Sisson's advice on this, so it probably sounds very familiar to you. <laughs> something that keeps my heart rate in that optimal zone that he yeah. recommends. Actually, uh, the MAF, you mean, MAFATON's uh, rate, 180 minus uh, 8 yes. minus uh, 10 or 5, because actually... Yeah, I worked it out for me, it's around 147. Older you are, the rate is becoming less and less, right? Yeah. So, uh, other thing is, because I noticed that when I was jogging in math, on my math, uh, in actually in Mamsar Beach, and one lady was overtaking me while walking, right? And she's telling, okay, okay. I'm walking faster than you're running and walking faster than that. But... Uh, uh, I didn't, I just smiled at her, you know. So actually, yeah. it's very slow. Maths is very slow. Almost yes, which like is fine. It's fine. But a lot of people think, you know, even I used to think that, you know, running fast is good and it's okay. Sprinting once in a way, it's okay, but not every day. Exactly. Yeah. Because your body just gets used to it and you want to keep your body guessing. Yes, so slow is the best. And yeah. So what are any favorite restaurants you have? which you prefer to have keto food? Um, I like a really good, we've got a really good um, Lebanese restaurant quite close to where I live in Alane. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there is one in Dubai. Mm-hmm. It's called um, Shishwarma. Shishwarma. Yeah. Okay. And the kitchen is really open so you can see them preparing the food and that mm-hmm. deals with my vegetable oil anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Um, for keto treats, I love Keto Bifopsy, who's now on Deliveroo as well, and also okay. Keto Goodies and Keto in a Cup. It's nice to have those guys around because every now and again you do want something sweet and you don't want it, and, and you have the option of mm-hmm. finding something sweet that's not going to send your resting heart rate through the roof. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for those guys. Yeah, for me, I don't have a sweet tooth. Uh... I normally don't have any sweet things. Right? You're so, very lucky. And there's a huge school of thought that thinks that you shouldn't, but I have a massive sweet tooth and I just, I love having some treats every now and again. So what is your diet for us? Diet Coke and that? I think in an ideal world, they should be avoided. But I also think that we live on planet Earth and as far as the data goes, um, and actually, you know Dr. Ali? Yeah, Dr. Ali. Yeah, you introduced me to Dr. Yes. Ali. Yes. He sent me a study not so long ago that um, vilifies all these, especially aspartame, from the claims that have been made against it because I think media takes the information and, and really we don't have long-term information but this latest study is suggesting that long-term use in humans doesn't have the kind of neural effects that we read about so much so okay. I would say if, if you really the best thing to do is give them up obviously because they're not natural but if you really can't do that maybe a can once or twice a week isn't the end of the world yeah I know some from keto people regularly they have and they don't have any issues and things like that. But yeah, in the I long think it's run, individual. Yeah. Individual. And sometimes, you know, when you're going out for a meal with friends and yeah. everybody's ordering a milkshake or whatever, not or what, like, yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> or they're having juices, fruit juices, and you want to have something other than water, I will still order a Diet Coke from time to time, but not daily. And sometimes on the weekend, things like that, when we go out, but not regularly. So Exactly. So what type of advice you can give to somebody who's starting new, starting keto new event? Um, I think my first piece of advice to somebody starting keto new would be pink salt, pink salt, pink salt, <laughs> avocados and pink salt. <laughs> and of course, magnesium, so electrolytes. If you get if you get going with the electrolytes to start with, you might save yourself. A lot of people fear salt, you know, because they've just been told to us that okay, salt is bad in the past. Exactly. Yeah. And I even notice now, like when I've had a higher carb day, like I've eaten more nuts than I was supposed to or something, and I know that I'm out of ketosis, the next day, kind of like in the middle of the day, kind of when I'll be getting back into ketosis, I get that dizzy, sickish, kind of keto flu feeling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And a couple of sips of water with some pink salt in it and it's gone. It's like magic. So that would be my thing. If any listeners want to be in touch with you, how can they be in touch with you? They can find me on ingfit.ae, which is my online keto shop. Can, can, can you just uh, explain uh, about Infit and what are the products? Yes, yeah, sure. So, Infit is the UAE's first one-stop keto shop. And we got started because we, well, firstly, Lee Sandworth, our CEO, um, got really into keto and got quite frustrated that there were no keto products available here in the UAE. Yeah. And... um Then he got interested in exogenous ketones and kind of did an experiment on the internet to see how many people would be interested Mm -hmm. if he brought them in. And the response was really good. Mm -hmm. And about that same time, Lee and I started chatting in one of the keto groups Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And the next thing I knew, he had invited me to be part of this amazing business. Um. Because he realized that I was a complete keto nerd, just like him. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. <laughs> and I was really into like knowing about the ingredients and things. So together, um, he formed a group of four of us. And together, we've thought about what is a small startup still that is growing. And we're trying to bring in more and more keto products into the UAE to make the lifestyle easier. Mm-hmm. For people here, yeah, instead of having to pay ridiculous shipping costs. And we're also very careful about the products that we choose because we find it really, really painful that many, like you'll walk into a health store or even a pharmacy here in the UAE and, and look at something that says it's low carb and it's loaded with, um, either vegetable oil or sweeteners that actually do have a GI impact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's people who aren't educated about these things and can't be expected to be educated about mm-hmm. these things and that they place their trust in the store that they're buying from. And it's very sad that yes, they... A lot of people get caught into seeing sugar-free. Exactly. And they don't understand that the, just because it says sugar-free, it doesn't mean it's sugar-free. Mm-hmm. So, And it's sad that they're actually trying to make a healthier choice and they're being lied to. 
Yeah, so that's one of our main things at Infit. We aren't going to stop products just because they would be profitable. And um, even now they're coming out with keto label, keto, yeah. uh, keto, and it's not keto actually. The carb count is uh, for the serving size is very high. It's very high. Yeah. I mean, people will have something to say about us stocking the protein bake shop truffles, but for us. If you have two of those, and they do come in little um, two truffle containers as well, yeah. you can quite easily include those as a keto dessert. Even though the sweetener that they've used is honey or date, yes. it's counted in like fairly, and you know that that is a natural sweetener that is good for your body, rather than something like maltitol, which is made from the byproducts of corn syrup. Like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even it, I do it because sometimes when I need some sweet, right? I yeah. Might, I might have a date, right? You know, and I so agree with that. I'm so tired of people saying that food is either keto or not keto. Date is not keto. If you want to choose to spend five grams of your carbs on yeah. a date, that's a really healthy food choice. Yeah, and also another thing is because a lot of people think, you know, you got a keto means uh, you got a fat burning because uh, uh, there is a there is a thing called fat adapted and keto adapted, right? Yes. So you can go out of ketosis, but still your body is burning fat uh, for energy, right? So yeah. So the, the the range was the paleo or the primal level, right? So you don't need to be in always in ketosis, right? So this is what yeah. I, I learn, and a lot of people, a lot of I'm I am seeing this now very often spoken in the keto community about it. You know, you yeah, can, uh, uh, carb cycling, yes, carb cycling and uh, keto cycling. You know, yeah, like that. even even last night, you know, my wife had brought some apples for the kids, and uh, it it looked fresh and things like that. So I felt like okay, I had it. I got off ketosis, but I'll be still fat burning because I, I can feel it. I'm still on fat burning state. Excellent. So, yeah, I think that's the future. After you've been keto for long enough to become fat adapted, then you really do need to start um, changing your metabolic state to yeah. keep your body metabolically flexible. Yeah. So, it's, actually, it's fast, you know. Maybe you have extra uh, carbs. Maybe next day you are in almost ketosis because through my hunger level, I'm a fat burner or a carb burner. Yes, you can feel it, right? You can feel it very easily. Yeah. So switching is very easy for me. But some people, some people finding, you know, they binge in some carbs and after that they're finding it difficult to practicate. Yeah. I think it depends on your, that's all about your insulin sensitivity level, how deeply, like, how deeply, um, affected your body was when you came to keto, also yeah. your relationship with food, complex yeah. <laughs> topic we're yeah, involved in. Topic. So anyway, yeah. thank you for coming to this first episode, but I think uh, we'll be having more episodes with you because, uh, we have a lot of things in common and there are a lot of topics we could uh, cover. Definitely. Thank you, Mustak. I'm absolutely honored. And it's been awesome walking this Keto UAE road with you from right at the beginning and and being the UAE primal health coaches. 
Actually, I think only both of us are certified primary health coach uh, graduates, in other words, uh, yes. for the moment. But a uh, few are coming, and I think uh, we'll see more. more in the future, coming. because that's what we need. And it's going, yeah. because a uh, long time back, only a few keto coaches were there anyway, but we see more now. So it is this growing. This is so and, true. Yeah, the keto community is growing. Everybody and the UAE needs it, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks so much, Marsak. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to take a screenshot of your listening on your device and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. My Instagram handle is mushtaq.phc and I will share it in on my Instagram story as well. I have included my Instagram handle on the show notes for your convenience. If you want to get in touch with me because you have an idea for a podcast or a topic you would like to hear or nominate someone or volunteer yourself, please email me at coach at ketoue.com. Are you subscribed to KetoUE Podcast? If not, I want to encourage you to subscribe now. Thank you for listening. See you on the next episode. Until then, take care.